0: Hey, welcome to Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to help you fall asleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is put aside your racing thoughts, your worries, your fears, whatever. Get in bed, close your eyes, and press play. And I'm going to take you off into dreamland. If you like what you hear on Sleep With Me podcast... Spread the word and let someone know about it, that maybe you'll help them help me help them fall asleep or something like that. But yeah, let someone know. For those of you that already have, thank you so much. And those of you that listen that have no friends or enemies and you live in an igloo or total isolation, believe me, I know, I know, I'm, 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 I can relate. I've been there. I, I'm there, you know, Let's let's not reveal too much about me, but yeah. You know, thanks for listening. You don't even have to spread the word, if you're a non-word spreader. Thanks for just being here and listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. Hey, this is this is hey hey. I just, uh, just want to let you guys know if you're hearing this message, it's because I'm out of town, or I had a some sort of computer meltdown, or I'm on vacation, so I didn't have a chance to do any housekeeping. I mention any say any thank yous or anything, but I still have an episode for you because I know you rely on me and I try not to lay you down. Or if you're hearing this and there's no episode and there's just my voice, it's going to end soon, and I'm sorry. So I'm sorry if I uh, haven't said a thank you or returned your email or your tweet or whatever, but I'm either out of town or, you know, I didn't pay my internet bill or... You know, something, so my computer happened. If it was something, an emergency, of course, I would let you guys know to bail me out. So that's not it. So thanks so much for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey, everybody. This is a new segment. It's called, uh, I'm going to call it Real-Time Recipes. Real-Time Recipes. And basically, I'm going to give you a recipe. In real time. And you might be asking yourself, what does he mean in real time? Well, real time recipe sounds pretty good. Recipes. Real time means I'm going to go through an entire recipe in the most boring and agonizing way possible in real time. So, it's our new episode. It's Real Time Recipes. And you can find the recipes at uh, com slash recipes. All right, let's get on to our first recipe. And this is uh great this is a great little recipe. It's pizza, and it's for anybody. you could be like a single male living uh a male that's found himself single, which is different than a single male. That's what I am uh i I don't know why I said that with like uh yeah, you could be a single male, you could be a male that's found themselves single. you could be a couple with kids or a couple without kids. You could be a couple of kids. that are, If you listen to this podcast and you're a couple of kids, I love you. Welcome here to Real Time Recipes. Or you could be retired adults, whatever. This is a pizza recipe for anyone. And the reasons why it's going to be really cheap and really easy. Or inexpensive. It might not be cheap. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be tasty, tasty, tasty. And it's the kind of thing you could even whip up and show up at a potluck with. So, what we're gonna do? Or the way this podcast works, we're gonna talk about the shopping first and the basics. Um, or I'm gonna be, or I'll just be all over the place like any other podcast. Now, this is a podcast, so I'm not gonna actually be cooking during the podcast. It's real time in that it should, this podcast is supposed to bore you to sleep, so it's I'm gonna stretch it out. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh and there's our pizza already done, you know, like they do on cooking shows or like on the Today Show or a morning show or on Letterman when something gets cooked in five seconds. Give me a break, you know. So this isn't like that podcast. It's more like give me a break. Shut up. I'm trying to fall asleep. You're talking about pizza. Okay, so real-time recipes. This is going to be called a flatbread pizza or, yeah, let's just call it. I'll tell you what. Let's have a little fun with this one. Feedback at Sleep With Me podcast. You name the pizza recipe. And then I'll name it. Yeah, I I don't know. I'll pick one. Or I'll get an idea. I'll riff on it. Whatever. Feedback at Sleep With Me podcast. I'll think of some kind of prize. It'll probably be interesting to me. Oh, pizza, pizza. Okay. So we're going to do some um, shopping. And I'm going to give you some staples. And then a shopping list. And ideally, if you're listening to this... Um, in the U.S., in some markets, you're going to have a Trader Joe's. Shopping list, ideal spot to go shopping is Trader Joe's. You can buy everything there for this recipe and get out. Now, if you don't have a Trader Joe's, let's say you live in the U.K., or let's say you live in a U.S. market without a Trader Joe's, you'll be able to adjust. And I'll try to think of stuff. Uh, I'll try to help you out as on the fly as well. But uh, so let me look up. So we'll do the shopping list, uh, So, but you don't need a pen and pencil because you're trying to go to sleep, but I'll just go through the shopping list. It just doesn't get more boring than that, huh? Okay, so we're at the shopping list. These are the things we're going to buy at Trader Joe's or the must-buys. Whole wheat lavash bread. Now, I'll get into what, what you might be asking. What is a lavash bread or whatever? Don't worry about it right now. Just shopping list time. Whole wheat lavash bread. As a backup, regular lavash bread. If you don't have a Trader Joe's, you just want lavash bread or flatbread. If you don't have that, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Pizza sauce. Trader Joe's has their own pizza sauce. Uh, Comes in a jar with a red label and a piece of pizza on it. You want cheese. Now, ideally, depending on your level of health and how often you eat pizza, you want some whole milk mozzarella cheese. You don't need the fancy kind that comes in the water. You can just get the ball of mozzarella in the plastic wrap. Or you can get the shredded mozzarella, and that's going to be part skim. It'll be a little bit more healthy for you. It won't be as rich when you eat it, and it doesn't melt quite the same as whole milk mozzarella. Or you could get some other cheeses if you're a cheese fan or cheese picky, or you don't like mozzarella, or you're a quattro formaggio type. Go ahead and get some other cheeses, but our base cheese for pizza is mozzarella here in uh this podcast at least what else are you going to need you're going to need some toppings maybe you just want some basil and tomato to make a little uh, margarita pie or you might want some pepperoni some italian sausage some olives whatever take you know make a list for a couple kinds of toppings or you could just do it simple and do it cheese if you if you're a parent and you got a bunch of kids or even one kid, or two, or 20. You know, you might just want to stick with plain cheese. All right, so that's those are actually the basics. That's it. We need our lavash bread, our bread, our pizza sauce, and our pizza cheese and our toppings. You're also going to need olive oil, which you may have at home or you may not. I don't care if it's extra virgin or if it's cloudy olive oil, steak grown, or comes... You know, just olive oil. That's what, you just need olive oil. Don't, you know, you could use the olive oil spray, but ideally you want the olive oil in a bottle. You're also going to want to check your cupboard to see if you need garlic powder. Now, this is a red alert situation for, let's say you don't do a lot of cooking. This is a good recipe for you. But remember, I'm saying garlic powder. You go using garlic salt or some sort of salted garlic or, salute, I don't even know. There's a lot of different garlic products, powdered, granulated garlic. You want garlic powder. The only other way I've seen it, I think at Trader Joe's they call it California garlic powder maybe, but you don't want garlic salt. That'll You'll be in big trouble if you... Okay, so you want garlic powder and you want onion powder. Uh, again, you want on, onion powder, not onion salt. I'm not I'm trying to insult your intelligence. Just in case you're new, I've made this mistake, so I'm, I'm speaking... I think it was garlic bread and not this pizza, but I made it with garlic salt. It was bad news. So you got garlic powder, onion powder, salt, and pepper. Hopefully, you have those in your cupboard. If you don't, you can buy them, or you could borrow them from someplace. But maybe you should just buy them so you have them for for when you're cooking. Other than that, what you say? What do we? Get? What else do we need, buddy? I'm I'm with it. I've got my onion powder. I got my garlic powder. I got my olive oil, and I got my shopping list. You can And I should have looked up what kind of pan this is. You're going to need one of those pans. <laughs> I guess I should have looked it up. It's not a, a cookie sheet, but it's the kind of pan you'd make a cookie on. I don't know what they're called. I mean, it's just like a pan that you use in the oven. I think it does have some kind of, like a tray pan. I don't know what it's called. But it has like ridge sides that, sides that are about a quarter to a half inch. It's rectangular. Probably... But I don't know, two feet by one foot, maybe three feet by one foot, something like that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know, you know what a rectangle is. Okay. A rectangular oven pan made of some metal. Wow. See, I told you this is a real time recipes, folks. If you're not asleep by the time we get to the store, you're not going to be asleep. Okay. Next thing is now we're going to go to the store now, but just because if you're listening to this podcast, you can want don't do this before you go to the store, but since this is a real time recipe, if you're really doing this in real time, and you but you're you're doing it. What is that called? Like when you edit something linearly. If you're doing this linearly, just ignore me. But if you if you're doing this non linearly, like you already went to the store. But you're really I don't know. This is confusing. But at some point you're going to want to preheat your oven. To the like one of the hottest settings it'll go don't burn your house down okay i'm not a oven expert an attorney i'm not here to give cooking advice or legal kitchen advice so if you burn your house down just turn your oven up to really hot don't leave your house when your oven's on but if you're already back from the store even though we haven't gone to the store on the podcast turn your oven on crank it up my oven Little personal note, it doesn't have numbers on the knob <laughs> because of where I live. I got one of those ovens that doesn't have any temperatures on it, just a blank knob. So, yeah, I'm living large, folks. But I could turn my oven a pretty high. I have a thermometer, like a, I bought a, what is those things called? A temperature gauge thermometer thing. So I could tell how my oven gets up. I don't think, so a lot of oven, ovens have governors on them or something like a governor. So they can't get over 500. So you might only be able to crank it up to five. I think mine goes up, gets about 550. It gets pretty hot. But you want to crank your oven up and preheat it for around 30 minutes to an hour. Now, if you got kids, keep them out of the kitchen because they touch that oven, they're going to get burned. If you have a pizza stone in there or, like, I, I one time I saw Alton Brown had, like, a piece of, uh, some sort of, wasn't a pizza stone, but it was some sort of thing. You put it on the bottom of the oven. Put it on the bottom of the oven or a lower rack. Or don't use it. You don't need a pizza stone for this recipe. Okay, so confusing, but oven's hot. Now we're going to go to the store, but we're not going to go to the store really with the oven on. <laughs> but let's go to the store. So we're going to go to My Trader Joe's. We're going to go to My Trader Joe's. Let's pretend we're already there. Get out, walk across the parking lot. Trader Joe's that I usually go to. Yeah, it's uh, it can be nutty there. So we're gonna go in the front door. You can get your fearless fly. Oh, let's go back out. We gotta have a cart. Yeah, don't. No, you can't ride on the cart. Okay. Okay. No. Oh, you want to push? Okay, go ahead and push. it. So we're gonna push the cart in. Now, yeah, you got the fearless flyers. We're gonna hang a right. We're gonna pass the cooler. Um, the vegetables. We got the fruits and the vegetables. And I guess we're at the furthest right part of my store. We're gonna stop. The first thing we're gonna get is the cheese, which is in the furthest right hand corner. And we're gonna get the whole milk mozzarella, the ball. Boom, throw that in my cart. Now we're gonna cut around. Let's we're we're today we're just gonna make a margarita pizza, so we're gonna grab some basil here from one of these islands and a couple of tomatoes. I don't know if it's oh look, yeah, they got some seasonal heirloom tomato. Four pack we'll grab that, so we have some basil, some cheese, some tomato. Let's get some garlic here, let'll grab that garlic, oh, yeah, wow, you got good tasting garlic now we're gonna cut across. we're still on this this vector of the store, the right vector, <laughs> and you see over there we've got the, the the row, get the cereals, the baked goods, Down at the end here, you get into the breads, now you're gonna see. There's like the tortillas, you got your uh, pitas, and you got your lavash here. See, just sitting here on this shelf, it's kind of the middle shelf here. Yeah, kind of people forget about it. You've never seen it before, huh? You never noticed. Yeah, lavash, I've I've been looking out for you for a long time, but these people, it's their first experience, and so you got your whole wheat lavash and your wheat, and now normally Whole wheat is a lot better for you. But a lot of times you're sacrificing something for whole wheat, like pancakes. I've tried to make whole wheat pancakes. They just don't taste right. And so I've gone back. i tried making whole wheat pancakes. I went back to making uh, whatever you call it, white, white flour pancakes. But this whole wheat lavash, I, I'm telling you, this stuff is dynamite. So throw it in your thing. It comes in about five to a bag be gentle with this lavash cuz you don't want to rip it or tear it. Okay, it's bread just cuz it's unleavened. You might be asking yourself, what the hell is lavash, bro? And all all this lavash is, is a soft flatbread. It's I, I believe it's Armenian according to my research and it's been called cracker bread, which is a soft, thin, rolled thin flatbread. Okay, unleavened. Flour, salt, water, salt. I don't have the ingredients of the Trader Joe's in front of me. But that's it. So let's well, not, you know, it's good for wraps and stuff like that. But no one knows it's really good for pizza. And the reason this I came up with this pizza, well, it, it, and I, I don't think, I th- I'm pretty sure, I don't want to commit to this, but I don't, I don't think lavash has gluten in it. But I'm not positive on that one. But so we got our lavash bread. So let's double check our... um Cart we got lavash, basil, garlic, tomatoes, and cheese. So we're gonna cut, we're gonna pass we're going past the dairy on my right, and we got the frozen fruit food aisle on my left. We don't need to go down that. And then the next aisle, we got olive oil here. Do we need any olive oil? On the right, we got the the young man, the young woman making finger foods. You can taste some if you want. Okay, let's go down this aisle, grab some olive oil if we need it. And then we got our um, jarred tomato products, and there's the uh, pizza sauce. Let's grab two, okay? Just, I like to grab two if I'm going to buy one. You can make your own pizza sauce, but this is uh, just for this recipe. Grab two because they they keep for a while as long as you don't open them. All right, so I think, let's see, pizza sauce. Let's just, at the end of this aisle is the spices. And I'm pretty sure Trader Joe's has garlic powder. I don't know if they sell onion powder. But, yeah, see, see the onion powder? Okay, and then, oh, wait, you want, okay, you want that? That's going to be your one treat. Okay. S- sea salted caramels they're getting, my guest here. Okay, go ahead, and let's get in line. And, um, yeah, why don't you go look and see if you can find JoJo or uh, whatever they want. You know, the Trader Joe's hides these three stuffed animals. If you find them, you can get a candy. Go ahead. I got to talk to some of these people. Hey, ma'am. Hey, how you doing? I see you uh, got some green tea mints, huh? You gonna freshen your breath, leave you alone? Okay, no problem. No, yeah, I, I know I had that line is for. I know I don't have as much. Okay, I'll just get in this line for the less than items. Oh, that's a big line here. Oh, yeah. Hey, afternoon. You could uh, use my cart. You don't have to push that uh, basket. You, you, uh, those are tight pants. Have you been running? Yeah. You look really fit. Do you mind me saying? You do mind? Oh, no, you don't need to get the manager. No. I'm just trying to... No, yeah. I, I was staring. No, I wasn't staring. Okay, I'll just... Oh, I'm glad you're back from... Did you find JoJo? Yeah, don't worry about that woman. She, uh, We were in a car accident a couple of years ago. She's still mad about it, yeah. Okay. Okay. Why don't you go get the? Can you get? Can you get me a soft water taffy? Great. Okay. So I'm paying now, and now boom, we're back in my kitchen. Believe that the magic of podcasting. And whatever happened with those people, let's just leave it back at the rest, at the uh, supermarket. Okay. Now you might be saying, Whoa, 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 buddy, slow your roll. I don't have a Trader Joe's. Okay. Whatever supermarket has pizza sauce, we can agree. They have mozzarella, and they have the toppings, right? And you got olive oil, and, I mean, you can find all that stuff. So the only stuff, the only wrinkle is lavash. Now, I think you got a couple options when it comes to the lavash. Now, if you're looking for something simple, you could. Um, there's a couple things you can do if you want to play along at home is see if a lot of supermarkets do have lavash bread. You'd be surprised. If not, you might get some naan. Uh, It's going to be a little bit thicker. It's going to cook a little different. But that's an option. Worst case scenario, you can get one of those boboli pizza shells. But I don't recommend it. Nothing against boboli, But um, this lavash is going to be killer. So I hope you have lavash if you don't. Yeah, see, otherwise, see if there is like a Middle Eastern market or or a more international market, and see if they have lavash. Another thing you might want to try is, um, and I haven't tried this, so maybe it would be a uh, trailblazer for us. Maybe try some whole wheat tortillas. I mean, that's going to be closer to a lavash bread. You might even look at the ingredients. Or maybe some, some more, so, uh, other flour tortilla. That might be a better idea if you don't have lavash. See if they have, like, any whole wheat flour tortillas or something like that. I'm thinking on the fly here, folks. We don't need to reinvent the wheel. But, yeah, okay. You'll be okay. All right, so we're back in my kitchen now. I thought we covered that. Did you see that lady at at your supermarket? Do you think she was was she looking at me? No? Okay. All right, so we're in the kitchen, and uh, through the magic of podcasting, my oven is very, very hot, and I have my rectangular pan. Now, my pan is a darkish black color. Originally, I think it might have been a silver color, but it's now has this, uh, this might be called a pantina, I'm not sure, but over the years, it's become this black color. So we have our pan. It's not in the oven heating up. So we have that. We're going to take our ke- cheese. The next thing we're going to do is shred the cheese or slice it. Now, someone like Alton Brown or America's Test Kitchen or someone might tell you what the best idea is. I'm going to tell you, just do what's convenient. I, I I slice it, but if I'm in a shredding mood, I might grab out my, like, shredder that you shred with your hands and shred it if I'm making. So whatever floats your boat. I'm going to slice these tomatoes up a nice and thin and chop up some of this basil and garlic. Chop, 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 chop. Miracle of podcasting, it's all chopped up. But you, you don't need to do that. Let's just make it, let's do our first pizza. Yeah, let's push that out of the way. Let's we'll do our first pizza's cheese, all right? So we have our pan. As I said, I'm going to be all over the place. That was a guarantee. So we have our nice pan, our rectangular pan. So we're going to take a little bit of olive oil and just um about maybe a tablespoon and put it on the pan. And if you have a brush, we're going to brush it. I think I told you you need a brush. If not, it'd help, like a that you'd use on barbecuing or marinating. If not, I just. Use your hand or um, shake it. That's what I do with the pan is just shake the olive oil around and pretend like I'm doing one of those labyrinth puzzles. So, yeah, now we've got our pants covered with olive oil, a bit much olive oil. What we're going to do is we're going to take, open up the bag of lavash, zip. See, feel that lavash. Soft, huh? Now we're going to drop it in the olive oil. Now move it around a little bit so it soaks up a little bit, not too much. Now flip it over. So now you got one side that's kind of shiny. Now let's move over that side. It's going to absorb some of the olive oil. All right, good. Good job. And we're going to take the uh, pizza sauce. We're going to open it up. Yeah. That, that, that refreshing pop of the top of the pizza sauce. Going to get out a spoon, like one of those spoons you eat, eat soup with, soup spoon. And we're going to drop some pizza sauce, spread it with the back of the spoon. Kind of spread it thin, unless you're a big into pizza sauce, you can spread it thick. But, you know, like you've seen people making pizza on advertisements, do it like they do it. Nice, I don't know, just use your judgment, okay? Not too little, not too much. Now, here's where the uh, the men are separated from the boys, or the queens are separated from the, I don't know, this is... This is, here's, what well, erase that stuff. Here's where the recipe gets its extra panache. So we have our pizza sauce on there. We're going to take some garlic powder. Now, again, I don't do a lot of measuring in this recipe, but you're going to want to just use the shaker and shake some garlic powder on there. Not too much, not too little. Probably since this is your first time doing it. I don't know, you you might want to use a teaspoon for the entire pizza, maybe half a teaspoon. If you have to, shake it into your hand and then spread it around. But less is more, and you're going to do the same thing with the onion powder, right on the pizza sauce. Okay, that's done, right? Now we're going to put the cheese on. And just sprinkle it around, whatever. Cheese. Cheese it up. Get the cheese spread around. Now, again, not too thick. Not too thin, I mean, even if you like cheese. Okay, that's it. Got everything? It looks good. You're just gonna take this pan. You're gonna put it right in the oven on the middle sh- on the middle shelf, ideally. Close up the oven. Now, the, what's it gonna blow your mind? You're closing up the oven. Your oven's churning out about 475 to 525. we're gonna say it's in that range, just close it up and. Let me check the clock here. Okay, we're gonna start chit-chatting now. We're gonna be really impressed about this because the the thing I found about the silvash is it can handle this heat like nobody's business. Remember how soft and thin it was? You'd think, yeah, this stuff's not gonna. You can't you can't just leave it in this hot oven, but we can. So, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna get a nice melt on that cheese and 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 we're going to go for a blister. I don't know if that's the correct uh, kitchen term, but we want to get that cheese at least really melted. And if you like your cheese with, like, a little bit of, you know, bubbling and and almost, um, I don't know what they call it, not burned, but, you know, where it's getting golden, we're going to, we can go for that. And you can even go for, like, the stuff that you pay. You go to, like, one of those fancy wood burning ovens. Or a high-end pizza oven. If you really have your oven up high, you're really going to be able to get like a a char on this uh, flatbread. You're going to be impressed if you're a gourmand, and if you're just like some dude that usually orders pizza. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little quick jaunt down controversy at con controversy alley here. I know I've covered pizzas in a couple other podcast episodes. Now, I grew up in upstate New York, a little personal bio stuff here. And I lived in New York City for a time in the Bronx. And then I moved to, I lived in uh, East Los Angeles for a year. And then I've been in the Bay Area in Northern California for for, for quite some time, a little bit of time. Now, uh, where I grew up in upstate New York, Syracuse, good pizza town, not four or five hours from New York City. So we're going to give Syracuse is one of those places where pizza is a family tradition, pizza and chicken wings. So we had a lot of good pizza places, you know, New York-style pizza, but also like a Syracuse-style at Twin Trees. I know there's one listener, I think we have from Rochester, New York, so you would know, you know, upstate New York pizza. But, you know, good, 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 good pizza. And then I moved to the Bronx, New York City, where, I mean, that's where pizza – I don't know, it's pizza heaven. Uh, and it's it, like people talk about it like it's not like, oh, it's this legend. And no, New York City pizza is the best, plain and simple. You can get the you get one of those slices. Ninety percent of the places you go, the pizza is going to be excellent. Then I moved to California. Now, there's a lot to love about California. Pizza is not one of the things to love about California. And I don't understand it. There are a couple of New York-style pizza places in the Bay Area, or there's one place that's, that's good. But you can't just order a pizza and expect it to come and expect even a reasonable expectation that it's going to be good. And God forbid you want great pizza. Yeah, you got to find a, des- pizza desti- a destination pizza place and go to it. And if the person that's running it has any sense, they're charging you an arm and a leg. And this other thing is that, like, even though pizza places you order from, that the pizza is mediocre, it's still costing you, like, $30. And so we're only at three and a half minutes, so we're not going to open the oven yet, even though we're tempted. We're going to give another minute and a half. But, yeah, even those pizza places. And the same when L.A., I mean, where I lived, I don't think – I wasn't ordering a lot of pizza at that time, but – so it's just a disappointment. So this is another reason to learn how to make good pizza – is if you're in a place like I live, where pizza just doesn't cut it, man, and especially not for hardworking dollars, it's it's not no good. It's no good. So, um, yeah, that's part of the why I was so happy when this recipe came. And I'm not. I am I am gonna claim credit. I I came up with this recipe on my own because. At the time, uh, we had someone that came and stayed with one of their kids that was visiting us, and he was gluten intolerant. Or had, and this was before it was cool. This kid was on the cutting edge. and uh, checking, Don't worry, I'm keeping an eye on the time. And he had a gluten allergy, and we were trying to figure out what to make dinner, and his mom was like, oh, well, I'll go to Trader Joe's with you. And the two breads we could buy were, um, and she said, oh, yeah, you could try this lavash. It doesn't have gluten. And I made pizzas out of it, and I also made pizzas out of, Nine, which makes pretty good pizza too, but these pieces—it was—I was floored. It was like one of those accidental discoveries. Now right, let's pop the open oven, the open oven, the oven open here, and we're gonna check, All right. Okay, and you notice your cheese is—um—your pizza might be done. You can tell by the cheese and the corners of the pizza. Because there should be a little corner of lavash exposed, depending on how good your cheese cheesing is. But, yeah, um, I'm going to give mine another two minutes. You might want to pull yours out. You might not. For this first one, you might want to under. You want make sure your cheese is melted to your satisfaction. Don't worry about the lavash. If you want your cheese well done, go for it. You can't really – it takes a lot to burn this lavash. It, it's heat-resistant for some reason and in a good way. So we're going to kill it another few minutes. Um, so that's my pizza diatribe. Tell me about you. Um, I mean, I know this is supposed to be like a podcast about the pizza and recipes, but I've been noticing uh, when we first met, it was kind of like, you know, I was, you know, my brain was out here, but now we're sitting here in this kitchen, it's hot, and you're sweating, but, you know, it's one of those Is it getting hot in here or is it getting hot in here, you know? And, uh, I mean, I know your situation. I know. I know there's the whole thing of, am I quirky? Am I idiosyncratic? Or, you know, I'm not, I'm not rich, so I can't be whatever the rich people are. I can't think of that vocabulary word right now. Yeah, um... All I'm asking is, I mean, you can see I can cook this pizza. So that's one meal a week you could, you could count on me for. And what else do I do? Well, you know, um. okay, well, you know, I got to check the oven, so maybe we should talk about this later. You're going to leave? We're in the middle of recording the podcast. Okay, well, could you... Okay, bye. Okay, so... I'm just gonna pretend, pretend, check. Yeah, let's check the oven here. And okay, this pizza looks like it's done, so we're gonna put it on the top of the table, on top of the stove. Let it cool off for a few minutes. Other thing you're gonna be impressed with as you make these pizzas is because they're thin, they cool pretty fast. Now, what I usually like to do is after it's been a minute, thirty seconds, I'll take uh one of those. Hopefully, you didn't just take it out of the oven without putting something on your hands. If you did. Remember, I'm not liable, but hopefully you have a glove on or something. i mitt. admit, that's what they're called. So let's get a a clear spot here on this cutting board that's the same size as the Slavash. And we're going to use a spatula and we're going to slide the pizza on there. That's going to be better for cutting it later. And then, boom, we can make another one right away. And let's just wrap up with making another one. So, you know, put a little bit more olive oil on. We're not going to need as much, maybe a half tablespoon. Spread that around. Yeah, there's going to be some crusty bits, but that's nothing to get worried about. You know, get the olive oil on the lavash. Maybe use the brush to get some of the stuff that's on the outer edges there on the lavash. Very nice. Let's put some sauce on there. Wow, you really got this down. Oh, you went garlic powder and onion powder before I even got to it. All right, and then we're going to put some cheese on. But before we put the cheese on, let's put a little bit of basil or basil and some garlic. Yeah. And then the cheese. And then we're going to put some tomatoes on there and a little more basil. And then take a little more garlic, sprinkle it on the tomatoes. Again, dip the brush and tap the tomatoes with uh, some more olive oil from the sides if possible. Yeah. And let's take a little salt and a little sprinkle on those tomatoes and grind some pepper on there. Now that is a, uh, I think it's a margarita pizza. I don't know. And we're going to slide that baby. Let's give the oven another couple minutes to warm back up. Like virtual minutes. Oh, let's warm back up and magic of podcasting. Slide that thing in there. Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, pizza's in the oven. You want to leave it for maybe... These pizzas can cook anywhere from three to seven minutes. And then you're going to pull that margarita pizza out and, and enjoy it. And that's um, real-time recipes, folks. And I hope, you know, I, I like to make these pizzas really easy. I probably overcomplicated it, but it's only a few ingredients. And you can really um, go go wild. I mean, you can make a vegetarian pizza. You can make with chicken and barbecue sauce if you want or a white pizza with whatever alfredo i've never made a white pizza but i think they have like alfredo sauce on them or meat pizza that's what i'm big on i like a pepper i'm a pepperoni italian sausage on my pizza man yeah don't, no need to snicker <laughs> it's not snickering the woman that left my place is snickering outside she just threw a rock through my like huh. Yeah, so I hope you like real time recipes. I hope you I and I hope I I hope I didn't do this recipe any injustice. And this isn't to go away from the Jim Leahy No Need Pizza dough. It'll be on like an advanced pizza making recipe show. But that's it. That's our pizza. If you can think of a name for it, give me a uh feedback at sleepwinme dot com and I hope this either Hope it didn't make you hungry so that you can't sleep, but I hope it uh you know gave you an idea. All right? Thanks so much for listening. Get a great night's sleep. Thanks. Good night.